critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey thinkers, welcome back to another episode of the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast where you get a little bit smarter every time you listen. So let's start off today's episode by doing a quick review of a fallacy we covered earlier this season called the the appeal to group identity. So I encourage you, hit pause real quick and see if you can remember what the appeal to group identity is. Okay, an appeal to group identity fallacy says that since you're part of a certain group, you should automatically do or believe XYZ or ABC or whatever it is that they want you to think or believe. So the question to ask yourself when you're facing an appeal to group identity is this, is it really true that I have to do this just because I belong to this group? Okay, if you want to review or learn more about this fallacy, go back and check out episode 122. I just want to take a quick second to say thank you to our sponsor, CTC Math. CTC Math is a homeschool math program that provides online video tutorials that make learning math easy and effective. CTC Math uses creative graphics and animation that are sure to grab and keep your kids' attention. And they give you extensive reports that are so valuable in monitoring your child's progress. So you can check them out and start a free trial today by visiting CTC Math, and you can see the show, show notes for links. All right, so today we are continuing our mini-series on propaganda tactics by talking about projection. Projection happens when someone attributes their own thoughts, their own feelings, actions, or their own qualities onto another person. It's like someone who's seeing their own characteristics, emotions, or actions in someone else even when they might not actually have those traits, those feelings, or those actions. It can sometimes be a way for people to avoid facing their own issues or insecurities by putting them onto others. And when used as a propaganda tactic, the person accuses their opponent of using the same dirty tricks or committing the same misdeeds that they themselves are guilty of. Okay, so let's break this down. Here's a super simple example of what projection can sound like. Your friend is presenting her paper in class today. You always feel nervous when you have to present, so you're sure that she's feeling nervous too. When you see her, you say, okay, you must be nervous. Take a deep breath. Just remember that you're gonna be fine. Now, just because you feel nervous when you have to present, does that automatically mean that your friend also feels nervous when she's presenting? No, it doesn't. It's projection. It's an assumption where you're projecting how you would feel onto the other person. Okay, here's an, and obviously this wouldn't apply if you know that your friend is nervous before she's, before she gives her presentation, but that's not what I meant in my example. Okay, here's another example of projection. You and your cousin Sarah are working on an art project together. Sarah is known for being very critical of her own artwork, and she often feels like her pieces are not good enough. So as you're both working on your project, Sarah looks at your art and says, wow, your drawing is so messy and unimpressive. Okay, Ouch, right? It sounds like some hurtful criticism. However, in this situation, Sarah might be projecting her own self-doubt and critical thoughts onto your artwork. She sees her own insecurities about her art in your work, 
even if your drawing is perfectly fine. So Sarah's comment is her projecting her own feelings about her abilities, and it's not an accurate assessment of your art. Okay, now these examples that I've given you have been very innocent, right? It's not propaganda. So how is projection considered to be propaganda? All right, well, consider this example. You know, I got to use a World War II example. So Adolf Hitler used the used projection in the late 1930s and early 1940s when he wrongfully accused the Jews of plotting to brutally dominate Europe and then the world. Were the Jews actually concocting such a plot? No. However, Hitler himself was the one who was plotting to brutally dominate Europe and then the world. That's projection. And as we've discussed on this podcast previously, Hitler created a lot of propaganda to make this projection stick in the minds of the German people. So the problem behind projection as a propaganda tactic is that it deflects the blame away from the wrongdoing of the person who's actually doing wrong. We've all seen examples in cartoons or movies of someone who steals something, but points at another person and says, there they are, they're getting away. And when everyone starts chasing the innocent person, the guilty person runs in the other direction. That's a classic case of projection. So interestingly, this this propaganda tactic of projection is successful because studies have shown that even when it's proven that someone has committed projection, the spotlight rarely goes back on the person who originally committed the wrong action. Isn't that crazy? People tend to continue to hold on to whoever got cast the blame in the very in the very first place, even if it's proven that they were not wrong. So we have seen a huge example of projection happen here in the United States the last few election cycles. So back in 2016, when Trump won, the Democrats were saying that there was election fraud and that Trump was an illegitimate president. And then after the 2020 election, a lot of Republicans felt that there was election fraud and that Biden is an illegitimate president. But now the Democrats are accusing the Republicans of being election deniers, even though they've just made those exact claims in the last election. Y'all, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> how, how should we actually be solving this? Well, if someone has a claim, they should be able to bring forth real proof of their claims. And the other side needs to be willing to look at the proof honestly. And then we could figure out what the truth actually is. But let's be real. Do we think that that's going to happen? Sadly, not likely. So the question to ask yourself, if you think someone is projecting, is this, are they guilty of that themselves? That's pretty simple, right? Are they guilty of that thing themselves? All right, guys, that's it for today. Remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filter it through a brain or you can connect with me on Instagram at filter it through a brain cell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filter it through a brain and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast.